This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Hello again wrestling fans and welcome to the studios of the Old Bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at Hamburg All-Stars. I am, as always, your host, Mr. Luke Jennings, hoping the podcast finds you fine and dandy here on our second episode. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter, at MemphisCast, and don't forget to hit the subscribe button here on our home, the place to be wrestling network, home of great shows such as NWA Saturday Special, PTBN's main event, Nation Invasion, Highway to the Impact Zone, Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, The Monday Night Project, and so many other great shows that come to you on a near daily basis. You can follow the network on Twitter, at PTBN Wrestling. Also, don't forget to follow our sister network, the North-South Connection, again, available on all good podcast suppliers, bringing you such great shows as New Gen on a Mission, Wrestling Warzone, a la carte with Keith the Extreme Three Way Dance, Cronoso, and many, many other great shows. You can follow them on Twitter at NosoPod Network. You can also find them on YouTube. Just search the North South Connection on YouTube and you can watch some of their video podcasts while you're on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash at MemphisCasts allows you to watch some of our videos, be it Memphis, be it Japan, be it whatever. There's a few random things on there. You can give us a yeah, subscribe and a share and whatever you do and watch some of our videos. Please visit whenitwascool.com for podcasts, articles and much more on retro pop culture, comics, wrestling, movies, TV, toys, history and more. And while you're out and about, please visit thehistoryofww.com for uh, some, if you like um, to learn stuff, history, title, uh, histories, TV shows, uh, all different eras of the WWF slash WWE slash WWWF. You can find it over there at thehistoryofwwe.com. This week we are covering the 10th of January 1976. Last week we covered the 13th of September 1975. Um, there's a, the reason for the gap is there's no footage. Like uh, a lot of this stuff is lost. We've now got um, we've got the 10th of January, the 17th of January. I think we then skip forward to um, February for a couple of episodes, and then March. I think. I think there's a couple of 77s, but once we get in a couple of weeks, we'll start hitting 78 and 79, and there's at least sort of there's well over 25 episodes from each year, so it will then become a bit more uh, regular. But we so we can keep an eye on the happenings. But last week we saw superstars, barons, no rules, and much more. Before we head down to ringside, let's give you a uh, a look around, see what's been happening. Uh, there's obviously I'm not going to cover everything from September to January, but uh, on the 4th of October 1975, the uh, infamous plane crash involving Ric Flair happened. Uh, Ric Flair uh, was par- well, he wasn't paralyzed, so he was severely injured and nearly ended his career. It did end the career of uh, Tim Woods and Johnny Valentine. Their careers were. Uh, Unfortunately, cut short. And then on the 10th of December 1975, the late, great Terry Funk wins the NWA title. 
And then on the 3rd of January 1976 in uh, Milwaukee in Wisconsin, a crowd of 6,112 witness a AWA show. And they are watching The Crusher and Dick the Bruiser defeating Johnny and Jimmy Valiant. Pampiro Furpo defeats Baron Von Raschke. Greg Garnier defeats Kim Duck. Larry Henning defeats Frank Hill. Joe LaDuke defeats John, uh, sorry, Don Wade. Uh, Cosro Vizari, the uh, future Iron Sheik, defeats Paul Pushman, the future Buddy Rose. The main event is Jim Bronzel battling Bobby Duncombe to a no contest. On the 4th of January 1976 in Memphis, Tennessee, the Mid-South Coliseum 6,540 witness Don and Al Green defeating Wayne Petty and Randy Fargo. Tojo Yamamoto and Tommy Rich defeat Bill Costello and David Schultz. The interns defeat Eddie Marlin and Bearcat Brown to win the Southern Attack Team titles in a no-disqualification mask versus title match. Jackie Fargo and Bill and Dee defeat Toro Tanaka and Jerry Lawler. Also on the 4th, Toronto, Florida. Toronto, Florida. Toronto, Canada, Maple Leaf Gardens, NWA World Title Terry Champion Terry Funk defeats Eduardo Carpentier. Spiros Aron defeats the Sheik by disqualification. The Crusaders defeated Terry Yorkston and Don Kent. Mark Lewin defeats Bobby Bass. The Mongols defeat Sweet Daddy Sugar and Keith Franks. The future Adrian Adonis. Lord Atoll Leighton and Duncan McTavish defeat Chris Tullus and the Wolfman. Reginald Love defeated The Beast. Stan Stasiak defeated Pretty Boy Anthony. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, that is everything for this week. Yes, we now head down to ringside to see what Vince and Antonio have got for us on episode two of Hamburg All-Stars. Please enjoy! from the wilds of the Yukon, scheduled to be here tonight, this week on All-Star Wrestling. Also scheduled, ladies and gentlemen, United States Heavyweight Wrestling Champion, the one and only Bobo Brazil. Hello, everybody. My name is Vince McMahon, standing next to Antonino Rocca. And Antonino, two tag team matches also here this week on All-Star Wrestling. The tag team combination of the champions, Serdan and Priest, are going to be with us in a non-title event. And then the feature match, a combination involving Crusher Blackwell, 400 pounds of him teaming up with Bugsy McGraw as they meet Francisco Flores and Kevin Sullivan. Should be quite a week here on All-Star Wrestling. General, I must thank you very much. You give me always a bouquet of flowers, my God, you know. I'm going to take my shoes off and wash them because I love it. Very good. We'll be right back as we continue with the opening match as we will present undoubtedly a great uh, addition here of All-Star Wrestling. So stay with us. Tonino is uh, very excited. He's going to take his shoes off. 
and uh, so just a quick update uh, when we were here last uh, the blackjacks of Mulligan and Lanza had hadn't long defeated uh, Pat Barrett and Dominic Danucci to win the titles. Uh, that happened on the 30th of August 1975. On the second, sorry, on the 6th of December 1975, Tony Parisi and Louis Sedan defeated the blackjacks uh, in a best two out of three falls, two nil. Uh, Bob, sorry, Bruno is still our world champion. Uh, yeah, there's now not a title. There's now not a title chance for quite a while. Uh, yeah, um, Bruno's still our world champion, and the intercontinental title doesn't exist yet. I don't think. I don't think that happens until 1977. 1979. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, so that we don't have to worry about that. So uh, yeah, we've got a tag team uh, main event. We're gonna have Bugsy McGraw and Crusher Blackwell going up against Francisco Flores and. A young Kevin Sullivan. Uh, Kevin Sullivan was here. I think he's here. For, we'll see him for a few weeks. I think uh, over on the Memphis show, uh, we saw him in 1980, 1981, and he was he's built like a fucking brick shit house. He's not the Kevin Sullivan that you'd sort of recognise from the early to mid 90s. So uh, let's head down to ringside now for our first match, and obviously the introductions by Mr. Joe McHugh. Ladies and gentlemen, we are going to see here tonight in just a few moments, this week on All-Star Wrestling, United States Heavyweight Wrestling Champion Bobo Brazil, who will be introduced in just a moment. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to All-Star Wrestling, promoted by Phil Zatko, supervised by the State Athletic Commission. Zach Clayton is chairman. Bob Patterson, the secretary, and the officials assigned by the State Athletic Commission, the Chief Deputy Commissioner in Charge, Nick Santoro, the doctor in attendance at ringside, Dr. Fred Heinbach, the timekeeper at the bell, Mike Midman, and the referees for this hour of wrestling, we, Willie Weber, and Dick Worley, and my name is Joe McHugh. A opening contest, it is scheduled for one fall, with a 10-minute time limit, introducing in the ring at the present time, from Kansas City, Missouri, weighing 245 pounds, Davy O'Hannon! And his opponent is just coming down the aisle, ready to step into the ring. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, from Benton Harbor, Michigan, weighing 285 pounds. Here he is, Big Bobo Brazil! Yes, sorry, there he is back here with us in All-Star Wrestling, Bobo Brazil. One of a kind indeed, and here we go with the action. So just before we get to the action, uh, just a quick note, the WWF United States Heavyweight Championship was a single title used sporadically in the WWF between 1960 and 1976 during the variable periods in which it was used. The title served as the promotion's secondary singles championship to the world title. Three years after the title was retired for good, it was replaced by the WWF North American 
Heavyweight Championship as the promotion's secondary title. Uh, so the first champion is Buddy Rogers in 1960. Uh, he defeated Arnold Skoland. Uh, the last champion is Bobo Brazil. He won the title in 1971. He then retired the title on March the 1st, 1976. He held the title for 1,837 days. Other champions include Pedro Morales, The Sheik, Ray Stevens, and Johnny Barrend. So what was this other title they just said about? The North American title. That is a title that is established between 1979 and 1981. Ted DiBiase was the inaugural champion in 1979. Pat Patterson also won it. And Sidi Sakaguchi is abandoned in 1981. So let's head down back down to the action as we've got Danny O'Hannon against Bobo Brazil. Danny O'Hannon wearing uh, yellow trunks. Black boots, Bobo Brazil wearing purple trunks, purple boots. Dick Whirly is our referee. Bobo clean break in the ropes. Bobo very tall, he's got a good uh, couple of inches over his opponent here. He also have the weight advantage and obviously the experience as well. Danny Hannon's got sort of a, a very curly perm, very uh, Bob Orton-esque. The clean break, another handshake, Carl Nebo. Obviously, we are from the in the Hamburg Fieldhouse. This was taped uh, the beginning of January. I did look, but I can't remember what the date was. This is airing the 10th of January, 1976. I would imagine this is the first taping after Christmas. Oh, Some arm work here by uh, Bobo. O'Hannon normally resorting to more aggressive type tactics. Working the arm now is Mr. Brazil. Davey O'Hannon gets to the ropes and we get a clean break. A quiet crowd here. Call Nobo. Side headed by Bobo. Cincinnati. Side headlock in is Mr. Brazil. So hopefully, ladies and gentlemen, you enjoyed our first episode of Cup Whisco. This is our second episode. Um, a lot of people, when they um, watch this, or when when you read reviews from like this time, very slow, very um, plodding action. So hopefully we are enlightening you a little bit, getting the action over. If you want to watch some of these matches, you can. I think it's all on Peacock. Um, I'm getting, I'm not getting it off Peacock. I'm getting it um, from elsewhere. Side up again by Bobo. But yes, uh, so if you want to watch this, you can. It's all on, on Peacock. And then uh, wherever else you can get your uh, wrestling fix. Antonino Antinino Rocco again on commentary. Very uh, incoherent. Akarem and Nicolok here. Brazil in control. Davio Hannan down on his knees. Well, Brazil applies the pressure. Oh, it's going to hurt Mr. O'Hannon's uh, fingers. Big Whirly in there asking if he wants to give it up. Bobo pushing all the pressure on uh, O'Hannon's fingers. 
And that's trying to get a little bit of leverage. Oh, Bobo applies more pressure. One of the big things about Bobo, Antonino, uh, I guess one of the things that has kept him wrestling for, uh, with such tremendous appeal, as far as the fans are concerned, is this man with a never say die attitude, even when you think you have Bobo right where you want him, you know, and in a disadvantageous position, he never gives up. He never gives up, he got a tremendous reaction. He's, uh, he's using the second or third gear, but I'm surprised he's got a fourth and the fifth. How many people around that have four or five gears? Well, very few, only champions. Bobo may even have an overdrive thrown in there somewhere. Well, it's very possible, General, but he's a great wrestler, no question about it. Davey Hannon now backed in the corner. Turns his back to Bobo. Greco Roman knuckle look again. You'd have thought O'Hannon would have learned his uh, lesson. Bobo now with an arm ringer. I'm surprised that Davey O'Hannon tried that again after, you know, locked fingers again with Bobo Brazil. He came out on the short end of stick. So at this point, and uh, Bobo is 52. He's been wrestling since 1951. He retires in 1993. Oh, big hip toss there by Bobo. O'Hannon backing up in the corner. David O'Hannon uh, begging off. No, sir, no, sir. Please, no more. Got a fright for his life there, falling that hip toss. Bobo in excellent condition here for being 50, uh, 52, 50, 54. Conor Wittock pushes O'Hannon into the corner. What are going to do, Bobo? Yes, oh, big clover and chest. Clover and forearm across the chest. Bobo's going to do a little plastic surgery on that proboscis. Rams are handing headfirst into the top turn buckle. Which I'm guessing is probably just a steel hook. Nothing pretty here. There's no probably not very, very little padding. Oh, and again. O'Hannon's head bouncing off that top turn buckle. Oh, right hand though, by Hannah Hannon, and left. Oh, Bobo with a shot to the throat. Oh! Bobo's got a bit of a heel side to him here. Vince is putting him over as a face, but some of the maneuvers that he's doing are a bit heelish. Reverse chin lock now by Bobo. Oh, hands on the rope, so this rope, this rope hold should be broken, but the referee is. Uh, yeah. Oh, now we're going to try and break the hold. Really? Admission a five count to get the hold broken, and the hold is broken. Oh, lifts and rights now by Davy O'Hannon. Side headlock now by O'Hannon. Bobo pulling the hair, lifting the chin, against the ropes, Irish up now by Bobo, big back body drop. O'Hannon scurries to the apron, and slingshot back in. Davey O'Hannon still backing off, 
back in, Mr. Brazil. No, please, sir. No more. <laughs> Choke now, bye, bye, bye. Bobo helps up to his feet. He's got him in, still in the chokehold. Come on, ref, break the hold, for God's sakes. That's it. Still choking away. O'Hannon now. now got him in the ropes. Choking him. Pushing him off the ropes. Oh, and again. O'Hannon now giving Bobo touch of his own medicine. Pushes him against him. And again. O'Hannon pushes him. Oh, no. He went to again. Oh, big head. But bye, bye, bye. And a big hip toss out of the corner. Bobo is a house of fire now. Big headbutt. Then goes O'Hannon. One, two, three. Another match. Bobo Brazil. Bobo Brazil, United States heavyweight wrestling champion. Bobo was quite, uh, quite an impression here. Here is the time, seven minutes and 40 seconds, and here is your winner, Big Bobo Brazil. Bobo Brazil victorious over Davey Hannon, now coming over to shake the hand of O'Hannon, and O'Hannon apparently will have very little or nothing to do. There he shakes the hand of Bobo. He knows he's met a better man. Although Bobo better be careful not turn his back to him. Now he wants the referee to get <laughs> We'll be right back as we continue with one of the reputed strong men of the world in Louis Sear. Ladies and gentlemen, the next contest, it is scheduled for one fall with a 10 minute time limit here in the corner to my left with his manager, the fashion plate of wrestling, Fred Blassie. There he is from the Yukon, weighing 285 pounds, Louis Sear. And in honor to my right from New York City, weighing 230 pounds, Pete McKay. Newcomer here on All-Star Wrestling, Pete McKay against Louis Sear. Bell rings and here we go with the action. Pete McKay versus Louis Sear, Canadian strongman Louis Sear, managed by classy Freddie Blassie wearing a lovely purple ensemble. Pete McKay wearing a black singlet, black boots. Louis Sear wearing red and black singlet, white boots. Lovely uh, side look take down there by the Canadian. Wrestled from 1969 to 1987. Wrestled as Pierre Poisson, Alex the Butcher, Buster Matthews, Pierre Lagrand, Pierre, uh, and then Dennis Goulet, no, uh, Giles Poisson. International wrestling in Canada he wrestled for. AWA, CWA in Germany. Wrestled on AWA in the late 70s. Wrestled here at WWF, obviously. Was here for a while in the WWF. Wrestled Dominic DiNucci a lot in the house shows. Pat Barrett. 
which are wrestled in Stampede uh, ESA in Nova Scotia wrestled in Japan as well New Japan he wrestled for wrestled Antonio Inoki on the 28th of July 1975 wrestled uh, Inoki a lot also wrestled Dennis Stamp his first match listed on cage match is uh, defeat to Dennis Stamp for NWA Hollywood 1975 in the ring now trying to uh, take the face off uh, Pete McKay Wee Willie Webber is the referee. Oh, it's fish hooked. Nobody's running around. Oh, good lord! Fish hooked uh, Pete McKay there. Stumping away. Is Louis C. C R Y? Sorry, C Y R. C Y R. Is how we're spelling his name. Stumping away in the hands now of Pete McKay. Knew what he was getting in for when he signed for the Pretty match against yeah. Happy yeah, what's going on? Pit McKay getting pulled in the corner here, left and right, by the Canadian. He got no chances, he's pushed uh, away by Wee Willie Webber. Oh, comes back in with a kick. And a hip toss by Lewis here. He got a Out of the corner. No Second match we've seen that. Oh, kick to the chest. Nothing technical here about this uh, Louis Sear. Oh. But uh, back in this time in 1976, you weren't seeing anything spectacular for the wrestling. No, not a lot of uh, high flying, uh, not a lot of high flying people. Was there a red turnbuckle? Wasn't a red turnbuckle there earlier? Is there one red top turnbuckle? I guess they may have broken earlier. Look at that determined expression we saw a moment ago on the face of Louis Sear. Two hands full of hair now. Once again, Pete McKay hauled into the turnbuckle, and that time it caught him right behind the neck. And do you know? Yes. Yes. Yes, it did. Oh, reversed by Peter McKay. Peter McKay comes running in. Oh, big boot stops him immediately. Louis Sear now picking him up with a beautiful, oh, beautiful side suplex. Beautiful manoeuvre there by Louis Sear. Louis Sear picks him up. Picks him up. Puts him over the shoulder. And shoulder breaker. Goes for the cover, one-handed, one, two, three. Your winner, Louis Sear. Received from Louis Sear. There's a very happy Freddie Blassie distracting the referee there. Here's the time, four minutes and 32 seconds, and the winner, Louis Sear. Lewis here continuing his winning ways and again giving another shoulder breaker to Pete McKay who has really been indoctrinated this week here making his first appearance on All-Star Wrestling. We'll be right back as we continue with more action so stay with us. Ladies and gentlemen now waiting for six feet nine inches of Big Cat Ernie Lad. 
Well, Mr. Ladd, if you would be so kind as to uh, indulge us with an interview. Taking it easy, I guess, back in the dressing room, resting up for a match here this week. I understand you're going to be taking on not one but two individuals here very shortly in a handicap match. It's no question. They take the best athlete and match him against as many wrestlers they can possibly find for him. One man is not good enough for me. What I asked for, I asked for two men tonight, but they did not give me the two men I asked for. I asked for Pusky and Bobo Brazil for a warm-up in order to... Shut up! Shut up! It's obvious, as I said, I asked for Pusky and Bobo Brazil because I could warm up on these bombs for Bruno San Martino. That's who I really want. Bruno San Martino is who I want on television. I don't want to beat Bruno San Martino in an arena so a few people can see him, a few thousand people can see him. I want millions of people to see Bruno San Martino embarrassed. I want to wrestle Bruno San Martino on television so I can beat him and let millions of people see him embarrassed. That's why I asked for Pusky and Bobo Brazil. Uh, give me Dominic DiNucci in there with, with, with that team. Any of them, that's what I really wanted tonight on television. I wanted to beat Pusky and Bobo Brazil, or possibly a Dominic DiNucci. This is who I really wanted to beat. And I'm quite disappointed that they would not give me these two bombs that I really, really wanted. Who would not give you, Mr. Ladd? Are you saying that these individuals would not sign for a match with you, or the matchmaker, promoter? Who, who is it? The promoter asked him about it, and they were afraid to accept it on television for the embarrassment. For the embarrassment, because I want to embarrass. What I plan to do is run Bobo Brazil out of here completely, because he he's really is not a wrestler. What do you mean he's not a wrestler? He's not an athlete. Any man to go around and butt people in the head with his head, he just can't be too smart. All right, and this guy Pusky, he's strong, just the opposite of Samson. Just the opposite. Also the opposite of Samson. What do you mean by that? He's strong under the arms, not in the arms. He's strong under the arms. There's no question about it. Puska is not an athlete. Puska is a muscle head. He stayed up all night studying for a blood test one night, so how can he consider himself an athlete? So there's no question. People like this, I have no regards for them. Let's talk about athletes, like superstar Billy Graham. These are athletes. Let's talk about real athletes, the golden Greek, real athlete. Let's talk about super, super, Super athletes, as I said, like superstar Billy Graham, the Golden Greek Spears Ares, and the Russian Bear. These are great athletes. Would you consider yourself in that category? Oh, well, of course. You know, I could take, if they want a real winner in the Super Bowl, you could take, in the Super Bowl, that would win the Super Bowl, get, give me a front four on defense of Ivan Koloff, Billy Graham. That sounds good to you, don't it, Mr. TV announcer? <laughs> Ivan Koloff, Billy Graham, Mr. Ladd, the Golden Greek, the Golden Greek, and yours truly, Ernie Land. That would be my front four in football. We could win the world. We wouldn't need defensive backs. We wouldn't need defensive backs because the quarterback could never throw the ball. We'd have him flat to his back. And as far as Bruno San Martino is concerned, the biggest forest for a champion in the world. He sends people out like Dominic DiNucci out before him to feel out a man so he won't get hurt. Dominic DiNucci is just a stooge. He go out, and you notice Dominic DiNucci almost loses his life 
because people be wanting to get to Bruno San Martino so bad that they beat this poor boy unmerciful. They beat him unmerciful. Now, Bobo Brazil is a stooge now. He's going to try to protect Bruno San Martino. What a Uncle Tom Bobo Brazil is. He stink as far as I'm concerned. Bobo Brazil, that's what I, that's what I think of him. I think that of Ivan Pusky. Dominic Denucci. It stink, Mr. TV announcer. You don't don't give me that smirky look on your face. You're just a TV announcer. And I know I burn you up every time I look at you, TV announcer. It make you sick, don't it? Don't it, boy? It make you sick, don't it? But look at you. You wish you could do something about it, don't you? Well, put some tights on, Mr. TV announcer. You can do anything you want. Boy, I know I have you mad. You wish you were 10 pounds heavy. You'd slap me when you're Mr. TV announcer. But don't ever make don't ever make that mistake, TV announcer. Don't ever get that. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, this next contest is a handicap match. It is scheduled for one fall with a 10-minute time limit. Here in the corner to my right from Jersey City, weighing 230 pounds, Tito Torres. And his partner from East Providence, Rhode Island, weighing 243 pounds, Silvano Souza. And here in the corner to my left, from Houston, Texas, weighing 297 pounds, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the big cat, Ernie Ladd. After a terrible promo, the big cat and the lad is in the ring. 38 years of age is Mr. Brazil, is Mr. Lad here. 14 years younger than Boba Brazil. And he's going up against a couple of northeastern lads, Tito Torres and Silvestro Souza. Good couple of northeastern boys from New Jersey and from New York. Souza started for his team. This is a handicap match. Sousa's wearing a blue and red singlet black boots. The big cat and the lad wearing red trunks, blue boots, scarlet over type. And the lad pushes Sousa into the ropes and we get a clean break. Can I keep doing this? Ernie Lad with a hip toss on Sousa. Ernie Lad is a big cat, no doubt about it. Six foot nine. He's got sort of that uh, giant bubba look to him, that sort of lankiness to him, but not quite as thin looking. Tito Torres comes in to break up this bear hug. Oh, two on one now. But he's got no, it's just, just bear hugs both of them, just bear hugs both of them. The big cat and the lad bear hugs both of them. Oh, lifts him up. Holy moly. What strength there by the only lad. Oh, Christ. Uh, oh, Tito Torres in there. Black trunks, black boots. Getting clobbered by the big cat. Only lad now whips Sousa into the corner. Only lad whips Torres into the corner now as well. Ernie Lad, double knocker knocker. Sousa now picked up and snapmared out of the corner. And then he snapmares Torres. Picks up Torres, slams him down to ease. 
Big Cat now picks up Souza. Sylvester Souza whipped. Big boot. Big boot. Is he going to drop the leg, maybe? <laughs> Big Cat picks up Torres. Drapes him over the top rope in the corner. And... Oh! Clobbering time by Big Cat and a lad. Souza comes behind and starts attacking Ernie Lad. Oh, whipped now by Souza. Oh, lad whipped into the corner. Kick by Souza. Souza now in like a house of fire with a flurry of offense. Oh, but head back to the gut by Big Cat and Lad. Big Cat and Lad has got a look on him. Look, someone's trudging some poop. Went in the trunks for something. Oh! Thumb into the neck, into the throat. Asiatic spike, if you will. Oh, picks up Torres with a throat. Drops him down. Sylvester Souza still holding on to that throat after that jab to the th by the thumb. Dick Worley just walking around the ring doing fuck all. Still better than a hat, though. Irish whip. Oh, no. Dick <laughs> Torres. Didn't want to take the big fall, so he sort of stopped and then threw himself out of the ring. <laughs> the crowd weren't happy. Only <laughs> lad now stumping away on Sousa. Picks him up and jabs him again with a thumb. Oh. Sousa just fell down like he'd. Uh, Oh, stumped by any lad. Some great bump taken here by the two northeastern guys. Wink, wink. <laughs> Choking now, Souza. Tito Torres now slowly climbing back in the ring. Mounts of offense here. Oh, clobbering shot. Oh, back shot by lad. Oh. Tito Torres. Nope. Oh, big chop by any lad. Crowd aren't happy about this. Not at all. Irish whip and again. The crowd are noticing it and the crowd are laughing. And. Oh, big leg drop by Only Lad. On Souza. One, two. No, yep. Dick Whirly had enough. He's just counting the fall anyway. Your winner, Big Cat and Lad. Ernie Ladd apparently not through with Silvano Souza. Let's get the official word. It is a time, four minutes and 48 seconds. It is the winner, the big cat, Ernie Ladd. Ernie Ladd victorious. We'll be right back as we continue with Louis Sardin and Tony Parisi in just a moment. Next contest is a tag team match. It is a non-title tag team match. It is scheduled for one fall with a 10-minute time limit. Introducing in the corner to my left from Argentina, weighing 275 pounds, Vincente Pometti. And his partner, from the Isle of Malta, 
weighing 275 pounds, Baron Miguel Cicluna. And here in the corner to my right, the tag team champions of the world, introducing from Paris, France, weighing 244 pounds, Louis Serdan. And the co-holder of the tag team championship from Italy, weighing 246 pounds, Tony Parisi. There we have the principles, and what in the world is the captain doing out there? Tag team action, non-title action. Your tag team champions, Tony Parisi and Louis Sedan, going up against Baron Mikel Sucluna and Vincenti Pometti. Sucluna starting for his team, Blue Trunks, Black Boots. Tony Parisi starting for his team, Red Trunks, Black Boots. Come on, they type to start. Sucluna, oh, taken down by an arm drag. The Baron complaining of a trunk pull. Lou, uh, Lou uh, Albano was down at ringside for some reason. Guessing he's not happy uh, since his blackjacks lost the titles. Sucluna complaining again of being having his trunks pulled by the arm drag. Which is a pretty difficult manoeuvre to do. Pull on towards trunks while applying an arm drag. Corner boat. And a third time. time into an arm. Ah, this time. The big Maltese Baron. Six foot three, two hundred and fifty-six pounds. Passed away back in two thousand and ten. At the age of eighty. Sedan now in there, red trunks, black boots. Permetti just comes in and just uh, swats Sedan with his boot. Sucluna and Sedan. Armbar by Sedan. Sucluna trying to get out of this. But Sedan's applying more pressure to the arm. What did you think about uh, Bobo Brazil in the opening contest? Sedan still holding on to the arm bar. Pimetti comes in and pulls the hair of Sedan but doesn't break the hold. Irish hit by Sucluna. Oh, shoulder tackle by Sucluna. Goes down, up again, and hit tossed by Baron Mikel. And a no, hip tossed by Sedan. Arm dragged by Louis Sedan into an arm bar. Every time I stop to have a drink, there's no commentary. Tony, Tony Parisi now in. And uh, switch. Referee's got his back turned and they switch. They're both wearing the same outfits. They both look the same. So the referee's going to get uh, very complicated. Very confused even. Bowman's coast cleaner with another shoulder tackle. Parisi goes, gets the upper hand off the ropes. And, uh, oh, oh, lovely manoeuvre there. Uh, uh, big slam by Mikel Sucluna. Goes for the cover. One, two. Oh, power kick out by Tony Parisi. Tags back in Sedan. Off the ropes, off the ropes. Here we go. Chris Cross. No, 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 no. 
with him in circling. The Baron's obviously got no uh, faith in his tag team partner because he hasn't tagged him in yet. Oh, big kick there by uh, Baron. Oh, club on forearm. And again. Rigging the facial features of Tony Parisi. Oh, sorry, Louis Sedan, sorry. Baron now choke. Oh, tags in Permetti. Here comes Permetti. Black single back boots with a lovely red stripe down the middle. He's a. Uh, Offense is uh, not pretty and is immediately pushed into the corner of the champions. Parisi's in. Oh, big round by Parisi. Snaps Permetta out of the corner. And. Oh, right in the eyes with the boots by Tony Parisi. These guys are supposed to be faces, man. Oh! Referee getting involved there. Tony Parisi had both hands on the beard. And the referee didn't uh, get the break, so he just broke the hold himself. Colin Libert up, side headlock by Parisi. Side headlock. Push up by. Oh, no, got out of the beard. Loose it down. Now, in behind the referee's back and applies the side headlock. Brown McElsa Cluna. Not happy. We Willie Webber doesn't notice again. Shove off. Step over Pimito and side headlock again. Tag team champions got the upper hand here. They're using some tactics in places, but. Tony Parisi now back in again legally. Oh, still got hold of that beard. Oh, absolutely. They got a beautiful system, you know. They tag quick. And the way they won down the opponent that way, they had a beautiful combination. And you must remember, General, they are the champions. Sakuna eh? really wants to get in on the action. I think Rock is a bit too close to the uh, microphone. He's a bit like. General. So then, in, got the arm of Permetti and rams him into a forearm smash by Parisi, who's now tagged in legally. Permetti gets the no. Permetti taking a beating here. Oh, Parisi drops an elbow on Permetti. Come on, ref. One, two, three. Louis Sedan stood in the middle of the ring, not allowing Mikel Sakuna to break up the pin, and we have winners. The WWF, w, the WWF Tag Team Champions, Louis Sedan and Tony Parisi. In comes Joe McHugh to make the, in, the uh, announcement. Waiting for the microphone to drop down from the ceiling. Very old school here. Six minutes and three seconds. Here is the winners, the Tag Team Champions of the World, Louis Sedan and Tony Parisi. Sardan and Parisi victorious, and we'll be right back with the feature matches. Crusher Blackwell and Bugsy McGraw meet Francisco Flores and Kevin Sullivan. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here are two colorful members of the fraternity, of the wrestling fraternity. I'd like to introduce to you, here is the fashion plate of wrestling, Fred Blossy and the Grand Wizard of Wrestling. This next contest 
It is a tag team match. It is scheduled for one fall or two curfew. Introducing in the corner to my left from Stone Mountain, Georgia, weighing 401 pounds, here is Crusher Blackwell. And his partner from the Bay Area of San Francisco, weighing 317 pounds, Bugsy McGraw. And here in the corner to my right, from Lexington, Massachusetts, weighing 232 pounds, Kevin Sullivan. And his partner from Mexico City, weighing 255 pounds, the Mexican heavyweight champion, Francisco Flori. What a tag team attraction we have here. Francisco Flores teaming with a young Kevin Sullivan going up against two of my favourites, Bugsy McGraw and the mayor of Stone Mountain, Georgia, Crusher Blackwell, managed by the incomparable Freddie Blassie and Grand Wizard. Grand Wizard and Blassie giving uh, Blackwell and McGraw some last-minute instructions. Kevin Sullivan starting for his team, Red Trunks, Black Boots. He's not the uh, the muscle-bound Kevin Sullivan he would be in about uh, three or four years. And Crusher Blackwell starting for his team, Black All-in-One, White Boots. 400 pounds of Crusher Blackwell going against Kevin Sullivan from Lexington, Massachusetts. Big shout-out to uh, Massachusetts friends Peter Winston and Keithy Langston. Hosts of GFA Live. Well, Kevin Sullivan, using some of that speed. Kevin Sullivan That's what you're gonna have to use. Speed very young here. Not sure how old he is here. Blackwell and Bugsy McGraw. Have a quick look. Kevin Sullivan is mathematics. Twenty-six. Side headlock now by Blackwell on Sullivan. Side headlock still by Crusher. Shove off by Kevin. Shoulder tackle, but Sullivan goes down. Blackwell off the ropes. Shoulder tackle, Kevin Sullivan goes down. Off the ropes. Oh, arm drag by Sullivan into it. No, he holds on. Still holds on. Tags in Francesco Flores. Red trunks, white boots. The Mexican heavyweight champion. He's in. Applies the arm bar, smashing over the shoulder of Crusher Blackwell. Oh. Blassie and Wizard not happy. Oh, Flores continues to work over that left arm of Crusher. Crusher trying to get the tag to Bugsy. Sullivan in, drags Flores back to his corner. Bugsy not happy with the referee, not happy with what's going on. Sullivan back in. Blassie now up on the apron. The purple Freddy Blassie not happy. Sullivan still with the arm bar, the arm ringer. Blackwell again reaching for Bugsy McGraw. Tag was Flores. Nope. Referee shorts of the pin. The uh, the maneuver is broken. Bugsy McGraw just in the ring. Do we get a tag? I don't know. Bugsy McGraw's in the ring. Red trunks, black boots. 
picks up Sullivan with ease. Throws him off the head, the uh, side headlock. We've been circle. Called him a type. Hammerlock by Kevin Sullivan. Power out by Bugsy. Into the ropes comes Bugsy McGraw, 30 years old here. Oh, strong tackle. Off the ropes. Oh, big chop by Sullivan. Bugsy goes down. Bugsy is still with us. He is 77 years old. He is, I think he's a carer now. He, he assisted with the care of Jack Briscoe during uh, Jack Briscoe's difficulties following an open heart surgery. He is still with us at the age of 77. At this point, he'd been wrestling for nine years. Crusher Blackwell now in the ring. Sullivan working over the arm again of Crusher Blackwell. Crusher's slightly choking Sullivan, I think. Sullivan in the wrong part of town now. Oh. Crusher Blackwell now clobbering Sullivan in the corner. Side headlock. Thanks in Bugsy. Big kick to the gut by McGraw. Bugsy McGraw now Sullivan in the corner. Oh, a flurry of lefts and rights by the big man. Whips Sullivan corner to corner. Doesn't do it. Oh, then slowly comes across and stumps him. Stumps him again. Bugsy McGraw, snap there. Just a big old stump. Bugsy gets Sullivan, throws him in the ropes. Oh, no. Collision of sort, and again, no, through the ropes this time. So, blasting Wizard around, sneaking about. Bugsy McGraw, oh, smashes Sullivan in the face. Oh, short attack by Sullivan on the apron, now back in the ring, but here comes Blackwell. Knocks Sullivan through the ropes, but he's locked in the ropes, he's got his ankle locked in the ropes. Francisco Flores is coming over to make sure that Blassi and the Wizard don't interfere. Oh no, I think uh, Kevin Sullivan's been counted out. I think Sullivan's been counted out. I don't know what the official decision is going to be here by the referee. But Flores came over to help out his partner Kevin Sullivan. It's a good thing he did because Fred Blassi was just waiting to get in a cheap shot. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, in five minutes and 38 seconds, Kevin Sullivan was counted outside the ring. And here is the winner, Crusher Blackwell and Bugsy McGraw. Bit of a lame uh, result there. He had his, Kevin Sullivan had his foot trapped in the ropes, but he was hanging outside. So he was kind of out of the ring, but in the ring. But a bit hokey, but anywho, the winners of the match. Bugsy McGraw, Crusher Blackwell. Incidentally, ladies and gentlemen, Bugsy McGraw will be joining us next week, and Bugsy McGraw is going to be meeting the one and only Ivan Putski. That indeed is the feature match. The feature match next week here on All Star Wrestling.
And Cedar, we're going to put you right on the spot. Who's going to take the feature match next week, McGraw or Putski? Well, you know, the, the, the Polish power, I think, is going to prevail once more, General. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with the power of Bugs and McGraw either. That's going to be really some match to see. You can bet Freddie Bassey will probably try to have something to do with the match. There's no question about that. Always part trouble and problems with Freddie Bassey's around. Vince McMahon, directed by L. Levin. An intermediate production. Now, it, ladies and gentlemen, we will be watching the match next week, so we will be able to see Bugsy McGraw versus Ivan Putski. Ladies and gentlemen, we've just watched the 10th of January 1976 episode of WWWF All-Stars. This has been episode 2 of Hamburg All-Stars. Hopefully you have enjoyed the show. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter, at MemphisCast. You can also find us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at MemphisCast, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash MemphisCast if you want some merchandise. Um, you can don't forget to subscribe to us if you haven't already um, on the Place to be Wrestling Network. This is the only place you'll be able to hear us. So if you like what you're hearing from other shows, then give us a subscribe. Also, if you can leave us a review, it goes to the it will go to the place to be wrestling network feed review. But it shows that you're listening, and it shows that they're enjoying the shows. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much to Antonina Rocker. Thank you very much to Vince McMahon. Thank you very much to the fine folk of Hamburg, Pennsylvania. And until next time. Ta-da! 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 Ta-da!